Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Bring It to the Runway. I am joined today by our lovely co-host who just can't stop giggling because he's so happy to be here. Uh, It's just Robert. What's up? Robert, what did we do today? We enjoyed a fun little picnic. We did. We went to a friend's birthday at the park, and we set out blankets, and we set out coolers, and we set out chairs, and now we're here. Now we're here freshly uh, wrapped, freshly uh, stuffed. What did we just eat? Oh, Chipotle. But I would say that we were freshly tanned, but there weren't a single ray of, like, sunshine in the sky today that was some bullshit was it not i enjoyed it i i enjoyed the weather and i liked being at the park for once it felt very wholesome the vibes were great the people were lovely the vibes were great and the people were lovely but there weren't any sunshine on the skin and that's what upsets me well the rays were not vibing were they no, but you know what i guess it's actually not that important because everyone else was amazing and everything else was amazing so yeah we were at a picnic uh in the cloudy april showers waiting for mayflowers i think mira no mas well this week was the roast of ross matthews any ideas overall of the episode Ross Matthews roasts himself just by existing, I think. I don't think there's many jokes left to be made. Every single joke that seemed to be successful this episode started with, Ross Matthews, you're so gay because blah. And it's like, okay, get, like, I I mean, how, how come gay people aren't as good about making gay jokes but other gay people? I would like to know. Facts, bitch, because we're just one joke to another, I guess. Well, that's it. Everything is a joke 24-7, so... I don't know. Ross Matthews as the topic of the roast maybe wasn't the best choice. I realize they've already done Rue. They've already done Michelle. They've already done uh, Rue and Michelle, like I just said. So uh, Ross wasn't the best next choice, but it is what it is. The roast of Todger Hall. What about that? Oh, bitch, that, maybe next season, bitch. Maybe (laughs) next season if they're not already in production. You know, I do usually enjoy the roast episode. I do feel like it's a crucial one where the queens, you know, it does separate the the top players from the girls that might struggle. So you're saying that it's the new Snatch Game? I mean, I'm saying it is a pillar like Snatch Game. I think... Your ability to roast shares a lot about your ability to perform in general and your ability to structure and outline a performance and kind of design that. And um, it's important to make people feel, make people laugh and make people entertain because it definitely contributes to your hosting skills as a queen and all of the things. Mm-hmm. But to address the elephant in the room, did you think that Georgia did bad enough to be in the bottom three? Definitely not. No, I was Cackling, I was howling, and I realized obviously where Georgia stands up in here, but like, even though the jokes weren't the most genius or the most unique, I still thought she was delivering them well enough that it was a fairly safe performance to me. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad, and I actually did like her content and what she was sharing. I think their editing of it was obviously to make her look justifiable in the bottom three. So you're the skeptic this week. What do you mean? Well, every week I'm always like, well, I don't know. The editing made it seem like this that happened, that happened. But you're, this is you're saying it this time. Yeah, I think so. I think that the production is just very, like, the fourth wall's gone, you know? 
Uh-huh. Well, the, one of the judges said that to, I think it was Diabetti when they said that you said that you were nervous and therefore you broke the fourth wall. I didn't actually realize that drag had a fourth wall. I thought the whole point was that the fourth wall was like brought down. That's the whole principle of the fact. I agree with you on that, but I think that um, her point was that she broke the fourth wall in terms of like, bitch, you're a performer, you're here to do this job, and you broke that wall of like, oh, I'm not, I don't feel worthy to be on this stage roasting. That's, I think that's what she meant by that. I see, I see. It was a uh, a light roast. I, I don't know, apart from Georges's silliness, I don't think I really laughed much, but... As um, Homegore Martin would say, what do I laugh at, I guess? (laughs) Martin, we miss you. We really do. We stand Martin in this house or apartment or studio apartment, actually, is where we're recording. Well, I didn't even think Bosco was worthy of the win either. But that's how I felt about her doing the reading challenge, that it felt like all of her jokes were things that I've seen on Twitter before. And... I don't know that her roast was terribly different. I can't like cite and like pull a tweet for every single joke that she said, but I don't know. Um, she looks great though. Oh my God, yeah. Bosco's been looking extra, extra stunning. I did think she looked, I think this is the, I, I think it's my favorite look was the one that she did for the roast, for her. Mm-hmm. No, the, the, the actual outfit itself was amazing. I, the wig is probably not like, precisely the type of thing that I would love to see. It was the, um, for those who may have forgotten, it was the, like, punk London, like, rock scene of the time, like, just large spikes, big, 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 and, like, maybe, like, 30 of them on top of her head. And I think Willow wore something very similar, if not the same wig. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't looked back to check. But um, it was just a a punk idea on a plaid, well-fitted body not a bodysuit, just a suit, right? Yeah, it was a it was a really nice pantsuit and tartan plaid. Yes, pantsuit, that's the one. Mm-hmm. And she had I thought I just thought her makeup looked really really beautiful. It's the most blended I've seen. So it was just really nice. Uh, I think most of the girls looked really good doing the roast for the most part. But I am pleased that there's a runway. There was. It's always a like kind of I feel graced as a gay man when they do a performance in a look and then do a runway with another look like thank you god thank you whoever decided and the rupaul producer team we don't thank you enough but thank you for giving us a runway yeah because i was very happy with the looks served during the performance and the looks on the runway so this week's episode the runway theme is too too much two twos how do you feel I hate tutus. <laughs> tutus remind me of every girl because I helped my sister make them. Every bitch during Spirit Week rally days, that was the thing. You go by some. Our fucking high school colors were red and white, so bitches bought red and white tool, black tool, threw it up in the mix, silver tool, whatever, and they would just tie it to those elastic waistbands and everybody had a tutu and I mean it was fun but um yeah tutus tutus feel like powder puff meets the ballet and I gotta say I did not enjoy powder puff and I do not enjoy the ballet call me a hater call me lacking of class and taste and art or all that bullshit but I don't know tutus for me are not it but I think that some of these looks still manage to pull off the category fairly well as far as drag is concerned 
Yeah, I like it as a category, actually. You know, it's a very classic silhouette. We know it well. And, you know, it's very interesting to see where girls pull inspiration from. And the first girl strutting down the runway tonight is Bosco, this week's winner. Bosco is serving Jigsaw, I think is what she mentioned, right? Well, uh, sort of. It was, um, what do they call them? The, the gears. I can't recall. I'm an idiot. I think she did mention that it was like a power saw. Like yes, yes, yes. There's, there's a specific term. It's just, we'll, we'll put it in post. <laughs> sure, bitch. Anyways, so she has on these crazy razor blades, a headpiece um, with red paint signifying some blood dripping. She has on like this blood drip motif uh, running down her eyes, a bloody red lip, the matching razor blades with the uh, red skis signifying blood, which I really appreciate that detail. Um, and it seems that she's wearing like a full nude body stocking and she has on these red, ruby red skis over her nips, on the shoulder detail, on the sleeve of the body stocking, all along the waist. And it looks cool because it looks like the effect is blood splatter and it looks great. Um, her waist, the tutu that she's doing is these big razor blades. Um, again, with the same like splattered red bloody ruby Swarovskis. I think this concept is really fun. I like that she brought that detail down to the heel of the shoe. It reminds me of D squared when they used to have the fossil bones as the heels. That's a brand. I know. I wasn't saying, like, I don't know what it is. I was just saying, what a reference. How do you feel? Um, I feel like this is Final Destination, I don't know, three, four. Remember when those homegirls got all snatched in the tanning bed and they're like, ah! I missed them. Um, (laughs) May they rest in peace. Two icons. But this is another look of that. Uh, I feel like it's death chic. And Bosco did really well. It's, is it super minimalist? Of course. Um, and could the razor blades, as you call them, uh, look a little bit more metallic? Yeah, probably. But I think that she looks otherwise really great. Like it's, again, like Final Destination as the ballet. Um, and her, a detail that the judges called out was the way that her hair curl is cut in half by the razor blade on top of her head. And I just thought that was a really cool attention to detail that um, I would expect from Bosco because I think Bosco clearly is aesthetically minded and her makeup has never looked this good. Uh, But on the whole, like it's just, it's as far as ballet goes and tutus go, it's great. Yeah, I thought she did fine in the challenge, but she looked great, exceptional during her performance and now on the runway. I mean, very strong week. She looks very polished. She's definitely looking, you know, like winter material, at least in terms of the aesthetic and looks. Well, after after everyone said, Bosco, it's your turn to go home this week, she said, well, let me show you that it's actually not, which is something. She had a little storyline going, um, and as deadpan as she can be sometimes, wow, that was loud. I think she did great. Yeah, no, she looks... Incredible. And next we have Miss Georges. (laughs) 
girl. Okay, you guys, please help me understand. Georges, she I've, said it was a lesbian. She said lesbian, biker, cool bitch or some shit. Do you remember when we did the UK versus the world and they had the butch category and I was like, why do gays think that just wearing a leather jacket and a weird ass hat means that all of a sudden you're a lesbian? Like, how little do the, like, cis gay male world know about lesbians if you think that putting on a biker jacket is enough to convey that right and even i think even one of the judges was like they were complimenting her on this like they're like you look very edgy no no you don't georges there's nothing edgy about pairing a studded leather jacket with a tutu dress like a bad ill-fitting prom tutu dress that you got from like i don't know What's the woman's version of men's warehouse? Like woman's warehouse? It feels like that. Macy's. <laughs> no, JC Penny girl. Macy's has some stuff. No, but this is definitely giving like Macy's prom dress section in the juniors aisle. You know what I've been wanting to do for a while? Like take pictures like at Sears with, you know, like the chilla pictures that we all had in our oh. binders of all of our homegirls. Mm-hmm. I want to do that, but with uh, the recent homegirls. That's that would be sick. That should be our podcast like album cover. Okay, well let's make it happen. Let's definitely do that. Um Georges will be there. I wish, dude, your little cousin. But Georges is wearing a black bowl cut wig, very sleek, very flat, framing her little perfect face with a black leather biker hat and a studded black leather jacket over this blue printed tool mesh little teacup tutu dress it's it's really pedestrian in my opinion and a black heeled boot with chains this is my least favorite look i've ever seen her in um hated it i mean obviously she's gonna look cute and in everything but no this concept what a miss opportunity for Georges. I thought she could do a lot better. Yeah, it's really ill-conceived. I thought Georges knew a little bit more about fashion than what she's giving us right mm-hmm. now. I don't understand why she thought this was a complete concept. I think, well, we were saying this earlier that like Georges, I think, really just gave up. Like Homegirl was tired. As she said when she left the competition, she just wants to go home and smoke a fat-ass blunt. Like She's had it. Um, completely understandable completely relatable i get it and yeah she even mentioned she's like i'm over she's she's like i'm kind of tired like i don't know if i could do this again but i'm gonna try and i'm like no you didn't (laughs) like you obviously did not try during that lip sync when she came back from her review of the jokes that she had written at the time and they did that little rehearsal moment and she just came and laid down on the couch and just looked at the mirror i I have never seen a drag race queen look more like me. That was it. That was such a mood. Did I look like, does that what I look like when I was 16 instead of the, the ripe old age I am now? Yeah, but still, Georges gave me me. Um, and I'm sad she went home, but I, also it was probably time. Yeah, I'm very sad Georges went home, but it was definitely, you could tell she was just over it, you know? So let the doll, you know, do her own thing and... The look was a dump, though. A total dump. A total dump. Next. Yeah, she looked way cuter in her performance. When she took the hat off? Did she take the hat off? During the roast. Oh, yeah. No, obviously. Like, when she had the little uh, two high ponies Mm -hmm. that she loves to wear, she entered in those two high ponies. Um, 
Yeah, I guess one queen who didn't benefit from the challenge versus category double look extravaganza that we were blessed with. T. Well, next is Willow Pill. And talk about making a splash. This is Tutu. Willow Pill is wearing a black tulle tutu skirt that goes just above the knee and it has a train in the back. So it's making this high-low cascading tool um, tail and it looks great. She has on thigh-high fuchsia patent leather pleaser boots and matching fuchsia magenta leather opera length gloves. And she has on, it's like a sequin peplum top that's belted with this big high collar with more black tool detailing on the trim of it. She has on this really cool Daphne Guinness space bun moment in the wig where she shows a peak of that silver streak in this black hair, just two buns. And her makeup reminds me of the Alexander McQueen fashion show where they had, it was called, the theme was overconsumption and they had like essentially a big junkyard in the middle of the runway and she has on these huge overdrawn plastic lips she said she's referencing amanda lapore i think her makeup looks exceptional she definitely looks like an evil queen she gives me a young daphne guinness um for mcqueen a hundred percent this is an incredible look i love it who the fuck is Daphne Guinness? She's the heir to the Guinness family, and she's one of the wealthiest heiresses in New York City. And she was, she's very well known in fashion because she goes to the shows and she wears some of the best looks. And she, I think, if I'm not mistaken, has the largest Alexander McQueen collection in the world. She's uh, gorgeous. I actually saw her during the first night of Evita last year when... Uh, they reopened again for the first time. I was in the corridor with her where it's like the patio before you get to the patio and you're at the restrooms. And holy shit, she is absolutely striking in person. I mean, yeah, I thought she was beautiful, but she looks a lot more washed out and more mature in photographs. But in person, she looks so fucking perfect, like a painting, like just absolutely stunning. And I was so starstruck and I was just honestly so happy to share that fucking hallway with her. <laughs> I was trying to figure out a connection so that I could joke, I could make a joke about like the Guinness book of world records. Is it that Guinness or is it like the Guinness, beer. like, like the beer mm-hmm. bitch? Are you kidding me? Like Ireland itself, like going to the actual, like tasting room and being a master brewer or pourer, whatever all that bullshit is like, that's her. And she was just her chilling. fam. She was just chilling in the Evita. What did you saw? What did you call it? The, the hallway between the patio and the bathroom. Whatever. All the bunk ass people with their cigarettes and their coke, just sitting in their pleather jackets. Mm-hmm. I can't stand Evita. If you can't tell, listeners. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, that place. I mean, it it had its moment, you know. But um, anyways, yeah. Do you like Guinness beer? Curious. A stout? Oh no. Um, I've had Guinness beer a few times in a few different places, and every single time I've said, I love beer. Like everyone associates me, who knows me, as the gay who drinks beer. Um, but Guinness is maybe taking it a touch too far. I gotta say. See, I actually like Guinness beer, and I'm not a beer person. I'm surprised I like stout. Um, have you had a snake bite with Guinness? Uh, not that I know of, but maybe, I don't know. People just give me shit, and I just take it. 
It's an apple hard cider with a, like, it's like, I want to say that's one third, maybe a, yeah, like about a third of the drink. And then the other rest is the Guinness and it separates and it's actually really good. Hell no. I think cider is actually a bit offensive to drink a beer. Well, you know, it's funny because I don't like beer, but I actually like Negra Modelos. I like the stouts. I like IPAs. And you're more of a beer guy, but I don't like any of the beers that you drink usually. No, no, no. See, I will drink lagers if I am just trying to have a casual Sunday afternoon beer. Like, obviously, a, a nice little Stella or a nice little Modelo Especial or whatever Golden Road's offering that month. But when it comes to something darker and heavy, like you are trying to dip the Modelo Negro, you said? Wait, why are we talking about Joe right now? What, what does Joe drink? I'm joking, because you said darker and heavy. <laughs> she's no, not dark. You're so nasty. <laughs> yeah, she's not dark, Willow, that little white girl. Willow Pills look. Uh, the, <laughs> with, the, with the patent leather boots, as Christians calls them, or as Christians' other favorite phrase to fucking say, opera length gloves you say that what are they that's what they are i know but you just say that shit every week there's always opera length gloves like as sure as like certain as there's going to be long ass little fluttery fluttery eyelashes there's going to be opera length gloves on the runway and you're going to call it out just like a leo tard (laughs) oh my god girl before we forget what about rupaul rupaul bitch i i verbally said Like, that was incredible. She looks so good. And it's so rare that we give RuPaul her flowers because we were all kind of, like, over RuPaul after, like, 15 years of all this bullshit. But I think right now she really reminded us, like, that she is Mama Ru. She is so, oh, she's just so classic, stunning, supermodel of the world. Just, honestly, I feel like, you know what I always think of? Like, let's pretend that heaven, whatever. I always picture what was the season where it's like, was it season three where they're like all in, RuPaul is in this like Grecian look and in clouds and shit. Clouds? What are you talking about? I feel like it's in This is the Beginning. The This is the Beginning was season four. Um, Season three was Champion when they did um, all the, like they did like a Mm -hmm. Grecian adjacent look. But then season five did a Grecian adjacent look for their promo. It's all a bit blurry in the old, you know, the, the, the single digit seasons. I just picture RuPaul in this look waiting at the gates of heaven and being like, yes, no, bitch. Her character from Broad City. I have to say that if I'm walking up to the gates of heaven and RuPaul's the one guarding them, I... I think I might have to turn around. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well, the gates of hell, RuPaul is in this look, honey. She, I mean, this hair, this platinum blonde, slick back, huge Afro wig. It's just her makeup. She is the Mackie doll. This is like Cher, the house down, but Rue, like Cher and Rue. This is just absolutely stunning. Yeah, she definitely needed to put Kamora Hall in her place after Kamora was on the episode earlier in the season. And, I mean, I guess Rue's a drag queen, so she can still be a petty bitch like that, and we have to stand if she looks this damn good. Props to RuPaul for this week's look, for sure. Mm -hmm. Total pump. Mm -hmm. I know, I want her to do, like... You know how in last week's look, she had that really cool uh, vinyl croc uh, multicolor dress that... With the col with the collar, with the collar, 
and that really cute platinum blonde coiffed wig that she's wearing on the cover of her last single and album because I want her to like do more in this look that she's wearing right now. Well, my opinion was that that's the day that RuPaul shot the album cover and the bitch can't be bothered to put be put in the same look twice. No, that's what I'm saying. She's, uh, I was listening to something else and they're like, bitch, RuPaul said, I'm clocking in, bitch. Get this girl, let's go. We're going to shoot this, we're going to shoot that. And I just want her to do that in this look too. You know, I want to see this everywhere. So you're saying you want more RuPaul number one hits. Okay. It is a little shameful of me to admit, but I actually be bumping that hose music sometimes. It hits sometimes. You got me, you and Marcos got me the most into RuPaul. Well, I, I don't know how that happened because the only RuPaul song that I really, really listen to is, well, there are two. One is The Realness. I love the fucking Realness, bitch. It turns me up. And the second one is, <laughs> even though I hate the lyrics, uh, the sexy drag queen remix that was used in the first few seasons of All Stars. Like that to me, like when I was like having to work abroad, it's not really abroad, but in a different state in Boise, I would listen to that shit and all the residents of Idaho were having to listen to the latest RuPaul bop, 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 bop. The all-star shit, you know what I'm saying? I completely know what you're saying, and we got to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will finish getting into these looks. Damn. Anyways, total pump for me for Willow's look. What do you think, Robbie? I think that's such a non sequitur. We weren't talking about Willow Pill's look at all. We had so many other things to say about so much other bullshit that everyone was like, well, how did they get to this point? But that's normal. Uh, Willow Pill's look, the lips, the hair, the makeup, the dress... The little opera glasses, everything was right on point. The judges were praising it. I was agreeing with them. I love when that happens because, as you know, I always think they're fucking lying to me. But this time, I knew that, you know, is it a little kitschy? Duh. But who cares? That's drag. It was great. A great look. Yeah, and I love when a small, petite queen manages to take up so much space on the stage like and it and it doesn't look like it's overpowering her because the silhouette the proportions with the neck collar and the width of the tutu i mean just fab i actually have one question uh for you because i'm can't pretend that i'm a tutu master but to me this looked more like a ballroom gown because because of the cape and i heard the judges make other statements about other people maybe not quite wearing tutus why was this a tutu and other people's weren't because she has on this black tulle tutu skirt and it just has a long train at the end of it. So it's like a high-low tutu ball length skirt. Tutu is more the silhouette. I think of Desmond tutu. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, no. On to the next look then. <laughs> on to the next look is Miss Angeria Paris Van Michaels, a vision in lime. And she has on a pageant gown, uh, nude illusion, this lime chartreuse green sequin lace pageant gown with one, two, three, four tutus, lime green chartreuse tulle. Um, and she has on like the same little loofah motif going on in the shoulder area, platinum blonde wig. Um, she looks gorgeous. This gown is really pretty. It really is. I like the shoulder cutout detail, but um, it's exactly what Ross said. You know, this is like everything ugly, but it still looks good. I'm just tired of seeing her in pageant gowns. You know how they were all tired of seeing Bosco and bra and panty and corset? Like, that's just how I feel about this. Obviously, Angeria looks 
she's never looked bad, but I just don't, I'm not like here for the pageant gown concept again, you know? I think Aiden Zane wore this pageant gown. Is that like heinous to say? I'm not sure. Um, Something about this look seems like something that we had seen in a not so glamorous setting before. And I guess they are both like Georgian queens. So maybe they've been sharing a bit of a wardrobe. Actually, wouldn't you die to like just like be a fly on the wall for Angeria and Aiden Zane's like Saturday Night Kiki? Like, what would they talk about? No, I I don't care to be in that room, to be honest. Okay, but like, I'm not saying it's going to be fascinating. I'm just saying it's going to be funny. Yeah, I've never thought of that. <laughs> I didn't think of it until now. But regardless, um, this is uh, one of my least favorite Angeria looks, unfortunately. I don't really think it serves Tutu either. I think it serves Ruffle. Yeah, it's more loofah ruffly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, ruffles aren't my favorite chips. Ruffles aren't my favorite concept. Is it scalloped? Would you would you say it's scalloped? <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, obviously pump and Jeria all the way, but dump this look. Yeah, dump this look, but still pump for Angeria yeah. as a species, as a person, mm-hmm. as a concept, as an idea. Yeah, I really, it really does hurt me to have to dump on her and Georges this week because they always just serve, they always just make me so happy. And something I'm realizing um, doing this show is that the obviously we can all appreciate polish, but I don't mind when something's a little bit more rough and more hodgepodgey if that concept is stronger and there's other elements of polish to their look because there's definitely been moments where and Jeria wasn't as polished as usual, but I still really loved the way she looked, you know? Same with George's. Well, almost in a similar way, that's when they said that Angeria during the roast this week, even though her jokes weren't the funniest, she was still delivering them with the confidence of someone who knew exactly what they were doing. And I have to agree, because even if the punchlines weren't that great, Angeria had me cackling. Maybe cackling's too strong a word. The corners of my mouth turned up a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't mad at her performance at all, and I loved the way she delivered it, like a real professional. She's a real professional. No, T, and uh, I actually really can't wait to see her. That'll be a great time. Um, And I think out of all the cast, she's the one I want to see the most in person. Ooh, I feel like, okay, so who do you think out of the cast would deliver a really strong show? I've already seen Willow Pill twice. She was really fun to watch. Um, Yeah, and... Cornbread was fun. I've seen her before she was on Drag Race. Carrie Colby was fun. I saw her before Drag Race, but to be honest, now I don't... I love my Carrie, but I don't need to see her. I would rather see, like, Georges, Camden, Willow. Angeria. And Angeria, obviously, because we already said we want to see her. Well, I wonder if Angeria would serve something, as we've said, as you said... You know, she kind of gives the pageant gown kind of over and over again, unfortunately, in like slightly different silhouettes. So I wonder if her drag performance would similarly be sort of the same cookie cutter pageant queen performance. I think so. But I think she'd still deliver. Like, I feel like she could give us a little. No, no one can be as good as a fucking what's her face. We actually add Jasmine Kennedy to that list. But I was thinking about Kennedy Davenport. I don't think she could do as good as her. But she kind of reminds me of like she'd give us a Kennedy Kennedy Davenport look for the performance. Well, Kennedy Davenport's one of my favorite queens Mm -hmm. to see live. But as much as I love it, she does kind of do exactly the same thing every Mm -hmm. time. It's always the kind of like, let me 
get on my heels and then put my arms behind me and then kick up, kick up, kick up, and then just kind of like kick high, kick high, kick high, and then kick to the side, kick to the side, kick to the side. And if you're at the club at nighttime, it's amazing every time. But like by the third or the fourth time, you're like, oh, it's the, it's a similar routine. Yeah, well, I mean, it's her moneymaker girl. She's trying to make them tips. No, absolutely. And she makes the fucking tips every time she makes. She always shuts the club down. And for that, I love it. Um, but as I said, it was it was more about like seeing what, what will Angeria do that maybe I haven't seen another queen do before, I wonder. True. Good question. Well, yeah. Moving on, we have Daya Betty. Daya Betty looks gorgeous in this fleshy, peachy, but very washed out peach. I would say this is a very muted coral. Um, deconstructed, shredded, tool tutu um, with this like brocade, jacquard jacket with a bell sleeve with the tool coming out of there. And the tool coming out of the collar with this coral, like messy bun wig, this spiked crown that is held pretty well, Bobby pinned pretty well to the wig, and 12 inch flamingo pink suede pleaser heels. Very gaga. This bitch looks crazy. She said she's seven foot one in these or some shit. Um, and I really like this look. I think this is the best she's looked. One of the best times she's looked. I think she looks immaculate. I could only imagine what she would look like in person. I would be excited. And I really like how she did her makeup here. For once, I really love her styling. I feel like she's deciding between if she's going to sing That's What You Get or Misery Business. And I'm just <laughs> in the audience saying, bitch, sing them both. I don't understand otherwise. Like, maybe this is the closest I've seen Daya to truly being a punk rocker chick, as she said all the time. For some reason, the, like, the pastel pink, the, you know, heavily um, colored in, what do they call it? Eyeshadow eyes? Lidded eyes? What do they call that, specifically? Cat eye? No. Is it a cat eye? Smoky eye? I don't see no kitty. It's not a kit smoky eye. You remember the first time we did drag, I had a smoky eye? That shit looked so bad on me. It's really so hard to like try a makeup look out and like objectively know that like sorry girl you look rotted. Okay, let me tell you why that happened. That particular artist, I think was She was lovely. She was lovely. She was lovely, but I think the girl who put us in drag didn't have the best experience blocking brows. And you have a very dark full brow and it sits very close to your like lids. So I think that was part of the reason. And the makeup application just closed your eye instead of opened it. I was also like kind of high. So my eyes were like half closed by that on its own. As I mean, like how else could I fit in those shoes unless I was under some kind of substance? Well, this is the thing. Makeup makes pe- can make people look older. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like it instantly took you to like senora energy as fuck. I'm sorry. Who the hell said anything about looking older? I just said I didn't look great. Like, why are you adding ages and years to my count? What's going on? Girl, because you look like a tia. <laughs> well, and thank God, because there's nothing I aspire to be more than a good tia. Honestly, which you are. I feel like you are really like fun theat energy. You really are. Well, thank God I'm something. Fun something. Wait, so do you like this look? For me, it's a total pump. I think this is the one of the best she's ever looked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for bringing it back. Uh, I would say it's a pump. I think that I still don't get the tutu idea. If it was in any other category, I might have more to say. Um, 
against it, but I think she did fairly well. And I really think that her height is such a advantage to her. And she really, really, really has been leaning into that lately with the eight inch, nine inch heels, which is impressive on its own. Mm-hmm. I can't walk in that shit. Yeah, those, I don't even think those shoes are really made for walking. I think those shoes are made specifically for pole dancing because you are holding on to something. And they're just there as an extension of your foot. So I'm very impressed by people that can walk in these. They're, they look very, no, they're not that heavy actually. But it doesn't matter. These are not easy to walk in. It just makes me think of Zola. Remember that white chicken Zola? <laughs> That movie was so bad. It was good. I thought that, who was the actor who, the actress who played Zola was gorgeous. I liked her a lot. For sure. I hope she got her due, actually. There was like this whole little legal scandal about her maybe not getting as much money as she should have for her story being told on the silver screen. Oh, no. I don't think the actual, the real Zola is that pretty. uh, I'm saying the actress who played her. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I I messed that up. Um, I don't care about actresses. I'm thinking about real people. Well, moving on, we have Deja Sky. I think this is one of the. She looks gorgeous. This I love Deja Sky. In now nah, you tripping? Okay, listen, listen. I think this is not runway worthy, but I think this is a beautiful look for Deja Sky. Like if she entered the workroom in this, if yes. she did meet the queens in this, yes. she looks yes. really pretty. Yes. She has on a pastel pink wig. It's voluminous. It's a beautiful color on her skin. A pastel Easter egg blue lid for the eyeshadow. Um, in a tulle uh, short dress. Just a tulle short cocktail dress. Definitely very pedestrian. Very like junior's department dress for prom, for formal. I feel like my little sister wore something like this in another color. And um, it's very simple, definitely not runway worthy, but I do want to let Deja know, or I mean, I don't know, whatever. Talk to her, girl. Talk to her directly. Please address a Deja Sky one-on-one right now in front of everyone. I'm going to look into the sky as I hold this bottle of Dijon mustard and just pray to her and say... She looks so fucking pretty. But she's giving RuPaul for that season promo where they did that look. You know which one I'm talking about. Bitch, season eight. Yes. Uh-huh. Bob the Drag Queen, RuPaul. Mm-hmm. No, I think, JJ, everything that you said is accurate. Like, she looks fantastic on the, like, on a whole. Like, again, if this was the Meet the Queens, if this was, if we went out to Splash in Fresno on a Saturday night and she was looking like this, like, I wouldn't have any more single dollars left because I'd be like, bitch, you really gave us something. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the tutu runway, I didn't see any tutu. I just saw kind of more or less the things that we've seen from Deja throughout the season. Yeah, and I definitely got the same defeated energy from her as I did from Georges. I think Georges and Deja were like, Daya's desperate, thirsty ass wants to be here so bad, whatever, we'll let her win, we'll go out in style together. Like, you guys, even though Deja... And Georges aren't weren't necessarily like, oh my God, super standout stars to me for this season. In real life, those are the two bitches I'd probably want to hang out with. They're, I really respect and appreciate their drag. I think their drag for this format of show and competition just didn't work, you know? So keep that in mind. I am a fan of them, and I just, I just had very high expectations of both of them because they were both two of my favorites from the beginning. It was a dark day for Mexicans from the 209. Not that it was surprising, because obviously I think we knew that they weren't truly going to go all the way. I think if Georges made it all the way, that would only be because 
as many queens of the season have joked, like she's going to be sacrificed sooner or later to extend RuPaul's lifespan. But uh, Deja clearly had no storyline that the producers were interested in giving her. So both of their fates seemed, you know, sort of set. And so I'm not surprised to see them leave. I am a little bit surprised that they left at one time, but as everyone said, the season's been lasting so long. So let's get them on out. Yeah. I'm glad there was a double elimination. Next we have Lady Camden in this fucking Swan Lake. She calls it her dream tutu look. I was curious to see, like, okay, is Lady Camden going to give us the full prima donna ballerina fantasy? And if she does, is she going to disappoint? And boy, did she not. She has on this lovely Dusty Rose quaffed updo. Um, She has pearl fascinators in it. Uh, nude body stocking or the sleeves are a nude stocking and she has on this lace applique throughout her arms Um, the nude illusion is really strong on this a classic corset with a very wide flared short tutu silhouette bejeweled in lace I mean makeup everything absolutely gorgeous my only thing about this, I would have loved to see her come out in ballet slippers on point. I wonder. But we've seen that a few times with other queens, and I have to say that it always felt more like a brag than it felt like a display of artistry. And Lady Camden has not been sort of a cocky, arrogant type of character, like in the same way that, sorry that I'm about to say this, like Brooklyn Heights was always very like, I know I'm the shit, I am the shit, and you're going to believe I'm the shit. I think Lady Camden's still sort of convincing herself that she is. But that's her problem, is that she needs to give us more of that Brooklyn attitude because Brooklyn's attitude, that's what you need to be like on a show like this. You need to actually act like you think you can win this. For sure. And it's I think in the last few weeks, we've been seeing more and more of Lady Camden in, in great ways. And I think this look is continuing that trend. I think that she looked really really classy, really divine, really, really, really well put together. And I love that, to me, I don't know that we're ever going to get a more quintessential Lady Camden look than this. Like, this is who she is at the apex of her drag and, like, sort of stretching the imagination about how she thought that she could be perceived as beautiful. And this is what it is. And I think she succeeded. Is it the most um, conceptual or interpreted look? Of course not. But she still executed it really, really well. And I'm really happy to see her flourish like that yeah i mean wow i mean we're just looking at the stills right now just overall a great week for looks i mean even the bad looks were bomb the only one that really fucks me up is george's like girl what the fuck the only one that really fucks me up is ross matthews he looked cute cute's a strong word would you have sex with ross matthews okay so one time i was behind him in line in palm springs at the grocery store I think it was him and his husband. And I looked at them and I was like, could I? Could I? Would you? No. Would they do it with you though? Like in line, did you think that maybe like if you slung game, they would sling game back? No, I feel like they were just looking at me because I I looked kind of wild. I was wearing a a very not like an outfit that's just not appropriate for Palm Springs during that weather. And I, but I looked really cool but you could tell that I'm like visiting and so I think I was just drawing a lot of attention in general just because I did not look like I belonged there and I kind of stood out but um 
No, I feel like we would be really cool. I would actually be down to like hang out with him and his man. I feel like they would be really fun out of brunch or out of bar. I feel like brunch is where they thrive the most. No. They feel like brunch personalities. No. Like, oh, that's my friend. We go to brunch. Like, that's Roth Matthews. Roth, th- 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 th. I can't pronounce his name. There's too many T's. Yeah, well, that's it for this week's episode, Robbie. Would you like to close out with anything? Mm, no, I guess fuck bitches get money, really. Anything else? Have you been hanging out with Jay Curves lately? Oh my god! Yeah, actually, we had such a good Kiki. Like, I actually, we need to Kiki more. I, you know, granted, if we talk more, then there's so much bullshit that doesn't get captured on this microphone. But the fact of the matter is, is that we deserve private moments ourselves. I think. Yes, um, Joe. It's funny, listeners. Joe fully is surprised. <laughs> Joe fully was surprised that Robert and uh, Jay Curves and I actually hang out. He was like, oh, what are you guys doing hanging out? It's like, bitch, this is my friend. Did you think I just asked a stranger to co-host a show with me? It's really great to like exchange traumas. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we were doing, but it was a vibe. And yeah, I'm going to be posting a really cute picture to prove that Robert and I do hang out. Wait, did we take a picture? At the park today. Did we? When did we? Can you show me before? Where you, you were arching, your, where you were throwing your hole all the way back and you were arching and on the picnic blanket and I'm fully just like pointing at your ass. It's actually been so long since I've done that. Um, thank God. We'll say that. Yeah, girl, you were a little rusty with the arch in the back. I had to fully be like, no, bitch, like this. And you're like, oh, <laughs> well, one step at a time, I think, is the is the is the current theme at the moment. You know what I'm saying? OK. All right, everyone. Message us on Instagram. Follow us. I'm at Hella underscore Christian. Hit me up if you guys have any questions, queries, qualms. Please rate the pod five stars if you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, just keep that shit to yourself. Or just let us know, actually, because we would love to talk some shit back, honestly. Okay, you can tell me I'm shitty, but you can't rate us a shitty rating on any platform because we're trying to get more, you know, visibility. But no one has rated us shitty. The girls who bother to post stars always post the most stars. They're great. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Love you all so much. And hear you all, or uh, talk to you bitches soon. Deuces.